Genesis chapter 14, verse, uh, verse 17, y'all. In verse 17, we'll talk about what's going on here. Look what it says. It says, um, it says here, it says, Then after his return from the defeat of Catalamora and the kings who were with him. See that? See that? Uh, the king of Sodom survived. He went out to meet him at the valley of Shiva. That is the king's valley. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Now he was a priest of God most high. He blessed him and said, blessed be Abram of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. Blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies, watch this, into your hands. And watch the last part of this verse. And he gave him a tenth, a tenth of all. I want to talk about today lessons and blessings after you take the low road. Lessons and blessings. After you take the low road. Amen. 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 As, as I said before, um, we've been following uh, Abram from his call uh, to his um, concerns and his situations that he has dealt with throughout his faith journey. And I want to say this to somebody here today that you have to remind yourself that uh, just because you're walking by faith doesn't mean that stuff won't happen to you. Just because you uh, have come to a place where you're committed to God, it doesn't mean that the enemy is not going to stop his attacks upon your family and, and your friends and amen and all of that. The thing you have to remind yourself of, amen, is that no matter what it looks like, you have to remind yourself is that you are responsible for how you respond to the situations that happens to you. And you also got to remember that James chapter 1 says that you ought to consider it all joy when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith it produces something. Amen. It produces endurance. Now, if you don't know anything about that word, that word in the Greek does not mean stamina. It means patience. I wish I had somebody. And so you have to realize that the lessons that you go through, amen, the lessons that you learn in life, amen, is designed, amen, to bring a blessing with it. I wish I had somebody. I thank God for all the lessons I've learned because those lessons brought blessings. And I thank God that we've learned some things through the life of Abram up to this point. Abram, he rescued, as I told you last week, righteous Lot. Amen. Now, when you were looking at Lot, you were probably thinking this man had lost his mind. Amen. Matter of fact, you would have left him right there. Amen. He made the choice. Amen. To move into the world and live a life. Amen. And, and moved up the rank in the world. 
Amen. He thought that the world was better than, amen, living for God. Lot made a decision, but, but, but here's the thing. Uh, we find now in our, in, our, in, our, in our chapter, we find that we move now to a different scene. Amen. Uh, can I say this to you? Taking the low road at first may not seem rewarding. Amen. May seem like you're being taken advantage of. And you know what you got to be careful of when you take the low road? That you're not looking at your righteousness and saying to yourself, well, let me pat myself on the back for taking the low road. You understand what I'm saying? And so, and so what I found out is that people sometimes, amen, uh, they take the low road for reward. Lord have mercy. But you're not doing it for reward. You're doing it because you're righteous. I'm going to say it one more time. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do in God's eyes. Are you with me? I, I read something this morning in my, in my devotional reading. It says that vengeance is mine. He says, so as it pertains to you, in, in the, that's in the book of Romans. He says, be at peace with all men. With who? With all men. And what we've been dealing with here is relationships. The relationship between a uh, family, amen, and we find that Lot now has been rescued. Lot is chilling now with Abraham. He, he's in a place where he doesn't want to be, but it was the best place for him to be. Come on, help me somebody. And not that, that Lot was, not that Abraham was looking for reward or a blessing out of this. Amen. But can I tell you something? When you take the low road, it's a testing of your character and your spiritual maturity. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody will do it. Do I have anybody? Listen, the, the natural thing to do is to take revenge. The natural thing to do is to look the other way. I already told you, I already asked you the question last week. How many of you would have done it? Amen. I don't know if many of us would have done what Abram did, but watch this. Abram's action showed his connection and his understanding of God. Now, we know that Lot may not have deserved it. Lord have mercy. But, but how many of us? really deserve anything come on help me somebody how many of us really deserve to be rescued how many of us really deserve god's blessings come on somebody and the crazy thing about it no matter how many times we messed up oh y'all with me god rescued us how many can say this morning that he rescued you how many know that there are some things that you got away with that you should have got caught, but the Lord was gracious to you? So the next time you go talking about, no, nah, they don't deserve it, you ought to stand, amen, and say, okay, God, you know what? Based on what you've done for me, hello, somebody. I'm going to do it for somebody else. See, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. If you don't learn the lessons 
from taking the low road. You will always think that you're entitled. And then you'll keep a record. Amen. Of how many times you've taken the low road and then all of a sudden you're going to reach to a breaking point where you don't want to take the low road anymore. Are you with me? You see, taking the low road has to become a, a part of your life. Part of your makeup. I'm not saying be naive. What I am saying though, amen, that there's some things you have to remind yourself of is this, that God will reward you. That God will bless you. That God will take care of you. But here's the thing, it's about learning lessons. We come to verse 17. It says, then after his return from the feet of Catalamora and the king. So we understand that all the kings got together for war and then God chose one man, Abram. Abram wasn't no military guy. Amen. He, wasn't, he, was, he was a shepherd. Are you with me? Watch this. But here it is. He went to war and he was successful. He, he was victorious. The text says... He defeated Catalamora and the kings who were with him. And watch the text, though. The text says, the king of Sodom. Watch this. Now, let me show you something. Let me show you something about lessons and blessings. When you take the low road in life, <laughs> you got to watch who comes and applaud you. Watch who comes and uh, who comes on your side now and wants to encourage you. Watch the people around you that come and say, man, you did the right thing, man. Because it's a setup. The text says the king of Sodom. The king of Sodom represents wickedness. Come on, somebody. The king of Sodom represents unrighteousness. You see, you see, after his return, the king of Sodom, there are two types of people that will meet you when you come back. The wicked and the righteous. Pay attention, y'all. Everybody has a motive. Watch this. Now, watch this. Abram could have been suspicious, but he decided to meet him where? In the valley of Shavah. That is the king's valley. And so what I say to you, the first thing I say to you, you should do is this. When you come back from the low road, return to life with discernment. What is discernment? The ability to know the difference between right and wrong and then make the right decision. Because of the lessons that you learn from the relationship. Watch this. Listen, Abram knew what Lot was like and he knew what the king Catalamora was like too. He knew the difference. But yet he did not cower. Come on somebody. Yet he did not, he did not have resistance or reservations. But what he did do, come on somebody. Amen. See, what he was getting from 
the king of Sodom, you ready, was worldly honor. See, that's what, that's what he was getting, worldly honor from the king of Sodom. You got to remember that the king of Sodom had escaped death. He was one of the ones that ran into the tar, fled into the tar pits, and was hiding, and now he ain't come out the pit trying to pump you up to make you feel like, oh, you did the right thing. Listen, you got to be careful where you look for affirmation. You got to be careful that the devil's not the one that's trying to pump you up to think, oh, you did the right thing. You didn't take him out. You, you didn't cuss him out. You didn't give up. No, no. You got to be careful. You have to return to life with what? Discernment. Abram was soon to face now, watch this, the temptation of worldly honor. The world telling you, man, you did a good man. Shoot, you better than me. I shoot, I wouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? And here he is. I'm looking at this thing and I'm saying, Lord, it's so clear to me. Watch this. Watch this. He told him to meet him in the valley of Shiva. Watch this. That is the king's valley. This, in other words, he's inviting him to a place of honor. Come on, somebody. But you have to have discernment. Not everybody means you well. Not everybody who gives you accolades. You know what I found out about people? They will give you accolades and they will tell you woo, woo, woo and they'll blow smoke at you. Watch this. Because they have a motive. You see, you see, the king of Sodom survived. Abram survived. Lot survived. Come on, somebody. But see, he needed discernment. But listen, the thing about Abram, he was there tempted now to either take the honor from the world. You know when they try to give you plaques <laughs> and name streets after you? You know, because you're a humanitarian. You're making, you're making a difference in the world. But I'm talking about in those relationships that were so tough on you. Watch this. And, and you knew you had to get through that stuff. Come on, somebody. And everybody now talking about, oh, you did a good job. But I want to say to somebody here today, use discernment. Don't let everything that everybody say to you cause you to lose focus you know what's harder being on top are you with me watch the text watch the text watch the text and Melchizedek now king of Salem so we have king of Solomon you know what the king of Solomon rep represents a wicked place but watch this watch this the king of Salem the word Salem means peaceful place. See that? If you don't discern the people around you, they'll pull you down. I'm trying to help somebody today. And what the enemy wants you to do, the enemy wants you to draw in to the things that are material, not the things that are spiritual. Things that are tangible, things that you can see. So you see your enemies doing better than you. 
Lord have mercy. They're living, come on somebody, it looks like without any pain. Listen, listen, Lot is back home. Like, you know what I mean? Here it is, he's back home from his little escapade and Abram now has to meet the king of Sodom, watch this, in the valley of the kings. Now, it may not seem like a bad thing, but there's a motive behind it. Tell your neighbor there's a motive behind it. And you got to have, listen, the people that you put out your life, you better watch out. Unless you see a tangible change in their lives, use discernment. Because they'll always come back telling you, oh, I'm changed. I was telling my wife about that this morning. Listen, two people come together, they come back together. But if they're not coming back together with change, with tangible change, how can you really say Lot was changed? Lot wasn't changed. I'm going to show you that later on. Oh, we ain't done with Lot yet. We're going to take a pause from Lot for a minute. But I'm just showing you how awesome a man Abram was but we can learn some lessons saints discernment is what we need now can I tell you how you get discernment spiritual maturity reading the word of God listening to the word of God because sometimes you need discernment the way you respond to certain people. You understand what I'm saying? You really need to hold your peace because watch this, because you have to discern what you're going to say next. But now, Melchizedek, look what the text says. The king of Salem, the place of peace, brought out bread and wine. Now he was a priest of who? Nobody knows where Melchizedek came from. Now, some scholars says his name means king of righteousness. Some suggest that, uh, that believe that Melchizedek was a theophany, a Christophany, actually, an appearance of the pre-incarnate Christ. In other words, he... Amen. Represented Jesus Christ. Are you with me? But I want to show you something. It's amazing how, man, this is such a deep passage. If you really pay attention to what I'm saying here, watch this. When the world honors you, oh, man. But what about when God honors you? So the next thing you have to do is this. You have to recognize the righteous. Just because there are 12,000, 15,000 people in the room doesn't mean there's righteousness in the house. Lord have mercy. There are pulpits that are infested with worldly honor, but they can't recognize the righteous. Do I have anybody? You see, you see, you see, what I'm saying to you is that when you come through the battles, you know, taking the low road is a battle. How many believe that? But when you come out victorious, 
You got to ask yourself a question. Who was there with me? And, and here's the beauty of the story, right? Melchizedek just shows up out of nowhere, right? As the high priest of God. Watch this, though. And here's what you got to know. Here's what you got to know. They may talk about you. They may lie on you. They may mistreat you. You may have taken, you've taken the low road, but I want to tell you something. Everything you have done, God sees. And then God sends a righteous person, come on somebody, to bless you and to encourage you to know, listen, you did the right thing. Isn't that beautiful? He starts blessing you. But if you can't recognize the righteous, well, Jesus comes to him and what does he do? He brings him wine and he brings him what? Bread. He brings him joy and he brings him the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that what? That proceeds out of the mouth of God. Here's what I realize about taking the low road. If you take the low road, you will learn how to recognize what's real and what's fake. You know why? Because you were able to put your pride down. The things that you thought about life and now you're looking at it from the vantage point of God and God knows and he'll send an angel. He'll send somebody. He'll send a messenger. He'll send somebody to encourage you while you're feeling like you're losing because you took the low road. The lessons I've learned. I've learned some lessons, y'all. This week I had to take the road to low road twice. That's two times. You hear what I said? I said twice. And each time it cost me something. Are you with me? And every time it cost me something, it seemed like God, the, the people that, that tried to take me there, they, they call and checking on me. I'm like, that's strange. Oh, man, you better pay attention. When you take the low road, people going to try to try. And especially if you do them right, when they did you wrong, they will come up under conviction. And what you got to do is learn how to recognize the righteous. I know I got discernment. Lord, give me discernment. I got discernment because I've learned that when I'm clouded with pride, when I'm clouded with my emotions, when I'm clouded with mess and anger and bitterness, I can't see nothing. But I've learned how to let go. I've learned how to lean on the Lord. I've learned, come on somebody, God sent his man, Melchizedek, Jesus Christ, pre-incarnate, watch this, to strengthen him. You know what happens when we take the low road? Our ego gets bruised. <laughs> it does. Here's how it gets bruised. Because Here's how I know it gets bruised. Because after you take the low road, you start talking to yourself. Man, shoot, I should have never did that shit, man. I'm sure. <laughs> and God got to send somebody. 
Oh, come on and help me. Y'all ain't praying with me this morning. Y'all make me work this morning. Come on, man. It's first Sunday. <laughs> look, look, look. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this, though. You're talking to yourself. You're reasoning with yourself. And you're saying, did I do the right thing? You start questioning what you did. But watch this. But when you know that God is pleased with you, that's all that really matters. You think, listen, do you think that Abram rescued Lot because he was looking for a reward? Let me ask you a question. Every time you take the low road, are you looking for a reward? You know what's, you know what's so awesome about God? It's the blessings you don't expect. Somebody, and I ain't talking about material things. I, I'm talking about the fact that man, it's the things that you don't expect would happen to you. It happens to you because you made a choice to do the right thing and glorify God. And He sends you a man with a message. Lord have mercy. It says he was the priest of the what? Uh, of the what? Of the God. Of the God of Most High, you know what? You know what? You know what? How, how God was revealing Himself there as El Elyon. El Elyon is how God reveals Himself to Abram. Let me help you right quick. If you would have taken the high road, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. You would have never seen El Elyon. You would have never experienced. If you would have never rescued righteous Lot, come on somebody, then guess what? <laughs> Amen. You wouldn't be having a conversation with the pre-incarnate Christ. I thank God that when I made the decision to do what is right in God's eye, not in man's eyes, I was able to recognize who's who. Look at verse 20. I'm sorry, verse 19. He says what? And he what? Oh, Lord have mercy. And he blessed him and said to him, Bless be Abraham of. You know, this is my Luke passage. The Luke passage says that if you're kind to ungrateful people, that you will prove that you are sons of God. Come on, somebody. But here he is. Listen, I don't know. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. I don't know who you want to attach your life to, but I want to make sure that my life is attached to God. But watch what he says. He says, blessed to you, Abraham. Now, this blessing, oh, man, is rich. This blessing means that he's abundantly blessed. And he's not just blessed with material things. But he's blessed with spiritual things. And I believe that the more we learn how to take the low road. Ha, hallelujah. The more we'll be able to return to life with discernment. That we'll be able to recognize the righteous. But number three, we will learn how to 
receive your blessings. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about not just receive it, but manage it, embrace it, be joyful about it. Because your blessings may not come the way you think it was going to come. Sometimes that mess that you were in, when God pulled you out or exposed you, that was the blessing. Watch this, watch this, watch this. You may not expect it. And I don't believe that Abram was doing this for a blessing, but he got a blessing. Tell your neighbor, blessing. Lessons and blessings. That's deep, ain't it? And I find it interesting. Look what the text says. Text says, he says, possessor of, blessed be God, the most high, possessor of heaven, of heaven and earth, verse 19, verse 20, and blessed be the God most high who has delivered your enemies. See the blessings. Now my question is now, now, Melchizedek had a motive too because, you know, his kingdom was at peace. But he was in the right place. And Abram was set up to go to the right place. And when he got there, here's what he got, y'all. He got a righteous reward. Here's what he got, y'all. Rather than worldly honor, he got godly honor. Can I ask you a question? How many of you want to get a godly honor? The next time you go to say, man, I don't, I am, man, please. I am, man, please, man, shoot. They, I'm going to give them what they deserve. You remind yourself. That maybe you're leaving a blessing on the table. Come on, somebody. And every time you make a choice, I know, I know this may seem difficult, but it's not hard if you have discernment. Come on, somebody. And if you're living right. But watch this, watch this, watch this, watch what he said. He he blessed him. He gave him, he gave him godly honor. And I thank God. Amen. That when you recognize that your blessings come from God. Now, a lot of, a lot of pastors use this passage about tithing, but I, I think they missed the point. This was not about tithing. The whole, the whole verse was not about tithing. It's about a man who was righteous, who had a heart that really loved God. But, but here's the thing, and I'm going to... I'm going to help you with something here today. Watch this, watch this, watch this. You ready? A lot of us are good at receiving blessings. Man, if, 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 we, if we would have our way, we want to what? Oh, come on, help me. We want to receive and we want to receive. We're always on the receiving end. Think about that. Can I ask you a question? Are you a taker or are you a giver? 
Do you just want a life where there's no trouble? Or do you want a life where you can make it through your trouble? Where when you come out on the other side, come on somebody, that you will receive a blessing. Now can you imagine that Abram went to war fighting, man? I mean, he, listen, and he brought back the spoils. And so on top of the spoils, he wasn't receiving, oh man. He was not receiving material blessings. He was getting a spoken blessings over his life. How many want a spoken blessing? How, how many want, want blessings spoken over your life? A word of blessings over your life. Lord, bless my children. Bless my finance. Bless me at work. Bless me when I go in. Bless me when I come out. Everything I put my hands on. He's like the man that meditates on the word day and night. And he will be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water. And in whatever he does, he is blessed. See, this blessing has nothing to do with material things. It has to do with the spiritual aspect of God setting you apart. Watch this. And making you a blessing. Melchizedek is the high priest, the highest blessing you can get on earth is the spoken blessings over your life from Jesus. Isn't that deep? But here's the thing though. You have to know how to receive a blessing. But the last part of that verse says what? Let, let me show you something. Let me show, oh, I'm going to help somebody. I'm going to help somebody right now. I'm going to help somebody right now. Listen to me. What Abram recognized when he returned with all that gold and silver and people and lot and all of the billions of dollars that he came back with, here's what he recognized. He recognized that all the silver is God's. All the gold is God's. But here's, here's what I want to show you, saints. You know what the low road does to us? It gives us a heart of compassion. It gives us a heart for God and for the things of God. Watch this. He blessed him. He blessed him. If you look at Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy talks about the blessings and the curse, right? You see, that we don't do it now. We should do it now. We should speak blessings over our children. We should speak blessings over our finances. And I'm talking about spoke. I ain't talking about no stuff you got to go mumbo jumbo about, okay? I'm talking about, look, look, look. The text says, you know, when your pastor blesses you, it's a blessing. 
He says, blessed be God first. He says, he says, he says, blessed is God and blessed is you because God was the one who delivered you. You know what Abram did? He put himself in harm's way for his nephew who didn't care about him. He took the low road. And he didn't know that God was going to protect him. He didn't know that God was going to deliver him. But he stepped out on faith. I'm trying to help somebody with something. You're trying to calculate everything and make everything make sense. Take the low road, man. And you're going to come out of this with a spoken blessing over your life. But let me show you what I've learned from this. Watch this. Let me show you what I learned from this. Watch this. The, the act of tithing. You know what it shows? Abram's gratitude and his heart. I learned something from this. People want me to pray over them. And receive a blessing. Come on, help me somebody. And once they get it, oh, Pastor, I'm studying for this test. Pastor, I need you to pray over my marriage. Pastor, I need you to pray for this job that I'm trying to get. You get that job, but God never gets nothing back from you. Because your heart was really in it for you. You thought, you thought that difficult relationship was about the relationship. The difficult relationship was about God changing you. He got the spoils out of coming to rescue you. Watch this. And he took, the text says what? What does the text say? The text says he took and he gave him a tenth of what? Okay. Did he give him 5%? But why 10? What's up with that? The tenth part is holy. Come on, come on, come on, watch this. The tenth part is holy. Listen to me, you've been praying for that job. You got it, man. Oh, man, you got it, you got it. You've been praying for that opportunity. You've been praying for that business venture. You've been praying for this, whatever you've been praying for. But if you really, watch this, are grateful. Nobody even need to talk to you. Watch this. Watch this though. No, I, and this is not about tithing. But watch this. He was not obligated. But out of a heart of gratitude, he gave Melchizedek a tenth of all that he had brought back from rescuing who? 
His rewards was not the reason. His rewards was not the reason. Come on, somebody. Watch this. It was his response to Jesus. Lord have mercy. You see it? It was his response to what Jesus did for him while he was rescuing Lot. It was what Jesus did for him, come on somebody, when he was lost and he was down and out. How many of you were lost, but God found you? How many of you were far away from God? And your response today should not let me tip God. No, whatever I have, whatever I receive, I give to him because I receive the blessing. You think he was paying him for the blessing? It was a response. So not only do you have to know how to receive a blessing, but here's my last point. You got to know how to return a blessing. You know what I learned from the low road? I learned I learned that everything I have it belongs to God and it's because I went through the mud the dirt come on somebody and because I lost but now I win but when God blesses me I'm not thinking saints listen 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 to me real good I'm not thinking about the fact that I got a tithe every Sunday. I ain't thinking about that. I look at what I receive. I look at what I receive and sometimes the money looks funny. The change looks strange. Amen. Friends of few. And I'm saying to myself, how can I tithe and still pay my rent? How can I tithe and still pay the car note? But my thing is this, God ain't asking for 90, he's asking for 10. Matter of fact, he's not even asking. Matter of fact, he never asks. But saints, the lessons I learned from the low road is that when you go through the low road, it transforms you into a person, watch this, who is grateful. Listen, his rewards was not the reason that he was tithing. He was responding to Jesus. You know why? Because he recognized Melchizedek. Hallelujah. As something greater than what he just went through. You could stay stuck in the fact that you just rescued Lot. But no. Here's a man who took what he had and he said, man, I, I, I'm going to show you next week. I'm going to show you the difference next week between righteousness and unrighteousness. And saints, this is what I'm saying to you. If God has blessed you, You can't not afford not to tie. I don't say that no more. Nope. It 
has to come from a good place. It has to come from a place of you recognizing. See, if you keep looking at your bills and then you're looking at tithing, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. You just have to do it. And you do it because you recognize all the blessings. Anybody here receive anybody? See? Anybody? Huh? You got to return. One day, uh, father, two brothers were fighting, and one was getting in trouble, and when father came home, one of the brothers went to dad, dad, guess what my brother did? And he proceeded to tell him all the details. Father disciplined the brother, and the young boy said, I enjoy knowing that my brother was suffering. Soon after, you know how we ran on our brothers and sisters and be like, yeah, you got it. But soon after, the father dealt with the other brother. He called him in. He said, come here. He proceeded to discipline him. And quickly he questioned. He said, well, what did I do? I didn't do anything. The father disagreed. He said, oh, yes, you did. He says, what you told me could have been corrected before I showed up. Lord have mercy. But because you wanted to hurt your brother and you wanted to see him in pain, oh, the low road, y'all. Because you didn't help him and you didn't want to see him delivered from his pain, I'm going to make sure that you know what it feels like to hurt too. He said he never forget the lesson. And since then, he, he says it served as a reminder to him of the importance of being a restorer. Of being a restorer, restoring people. See, I look at this piece of scripture here, and it's so amazing to me because I say to myself, Wow, Lord, if I would this week, if I would have went off on this guy, <laughs> I wouldn't have got my blessing. You understand what I'm saying? I would not have gotten my blessing. Because I was on assignment on Thursday. And, and my test came right some hours before. And I want to say to somebody here today, I want to say this to you. Listen to me real good. You got to remember something. Learn your lessons. Don't just receive the blessings of the low road. Amen? Give God a hand clap of praise, y'all. Man, listen, I'm enjoying, I don't know, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this. And wait till we get to the, to, to the next verses, you'll see. Abram is a, is a, I never looked at Abram like this. I never seen him in this light. And, uh, you know, I just thank God that he has shown me. It is a blessing to take the low road. Saints. How do I show God that I love him? Time, talent, 